Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I am your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you. In this podcast, I'm going to share just a few thoughts related to the parasha Akri Mot, translated after the death. In Leviticus 16, Moses makes it clear that there is only atonement for sin via blood sacrifice. The rituals related to the Day of Atonement are insightful, and the meaning behind them are essential for anyone who hopes to be forgiven and accepted by God. I hope this show will inspire you. And if you are not already forgiven and experiencing the cleansing power of atonement, stay with me and I will pray with you at the end of the show so that you can encounter this transformational atoning power of God. Thanks for listening. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and is not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of Messiah. I'm going to be reading from the JPS translation, Leviticus chapter 16, the Day of Atonement. This is all about the cleansing and removal of sin from Israel and God's dwelling place. And I'm going to jump into the middle of this text, beginning in verse 7. And so you can pick up the reading with me. And I just thought there was something very powerful and interesting that caught my attention as I was reading it uh, this year. It says in verse 7, Aaron shall take the two he-goats and let them stand before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And reading on, it says, And he shall place lots upon the two goats, one marked for the Lord, the other marked for Azazel. Aaron shall bring forward the goat designated by lot for the Lord, which he is to offer as a sin offering. While the goat designated by lot for Azazel shall be left standing alive before the Lord to make expiation with it, to send it off to the wilderness for Azazel. So I I think that's really intriguing. Two goats, one for the Lord, one for Azazel. And Azazel, if you will, is is, um, uh, at least in some... Uh, of the literature, uh, one that is closely representing or closely aligned with or similar to Satan in in what we have in the apostolic scriptures. Uh, Azazel is a fallen angel. He is responsible for leading mankind astray in a rebellion against God uh, uh, earlier on. And so uh, it's fascinating that the the writer here uh, in Leviticus is is, uh, marking Azazel out, and uh, there's a goat that's assigned to him. And it's an interesting picture because what we have here in that goat for Azazel is uh, um, the very beast of burden that will take the sin, all of the sin of Israel, the, the, the totality of the sin of Israel, and uh, that will be placed on that goat, and that goat's going to transport it to the feet of Azazel. And Azazel, of course, through the imagery and the analogy, is going to be held responsible for all sin. So I think that's intriguing in and of itself. It's not part of this show, of course. It's just uh, I just 
you know, threw that in, but uh, let me just come back a little bit. We have two goats, and the one designated for the Lord, well, it's going to be sacrificed. It's a sin offering, and we're going to find it uh, pretty interesting in terms of what happens to these goats as we come down a little bit and, and see. But suffice it to say, there is a sin offering that is uh, necessary in order to complete this atonement for Israel, for her sins, to not only forgive her, but to cleanse her, not only her, but the very dwelling place itself, the tabernacle of the Lord. And the second goat will make expiation, of course, as it is sent off into the wilderness for Azazel. So in verse 20, let's pick up the reading. When he had finished purging the shrine, the tent of meeting, and the altar, the live goat shall be brought forward. Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat. Isn't that interesting? Aaron's going to take both his hands and lay them upon the head of the live goat. I'm going to pick up the reading again. And confess over it all the iniquities and transgressions of the Israelites, whatever their sins, putting them on the head of the goat, and it shall be sent off to the wilderness through a designated man. So this second goat, the first goat, of course, is a, a sin offering. And the second goat is going to take all of those sins collectively of Israel and carry them off to Azazel. Aaron's going to lay his hands on, confess over it all of the sin of the Israelites, all of their sins in totality, transferring the sin from Israel onto the goat for Azazel. And this goat is going to be sent off to Azazel, making expiation for the sin of Israel. Verse 22, Thus the goat shall carry on it all their iniquities to an inaccessible region, and the goat shall be set free in the wilderness. I want to make a bold statement. These goats, I believe, these goats represent the Mashiach the coming Messiah, who will give his life as the ultimate offering for sin. The Messiah is going to be a sin offering. We see that in other passages, especially later on in in, in portions like Isaiah 53. But the, the Messiah is going to actually suffer and die for the sin of Israel, making an atonement through his death for Israel. He is the fullness of what's represented in this first goat. The Mashiach will be a sin offering for the atoning, uh, the atonement of the sin of Israel. Not only for Israel, by the way, but we're going to see it's going to be for the sin of the whole world. And also, also we have passages where we'll note that the Mashiach is going to remove the sin from Israel and and the whole world. In fact, he's he's not only going to atone for. Uh, the sin of the world, he's going to remove the sin of the world. So what's represented in these two goats are going to be fulfilled in the coming Messiah. Uh, he will make, as I said, atonement for sin by his own blood, providing forgiveness to all who believe in him. And in the end, he will also remove all sin and shame as he ushers in the final age to come an age in which all sin will be removed, all evil will be removed. There'll be a new creation, a new heavens and a new earth. Now, I believe Jesus is the Messiah who came and died a sacrificial death to atone for the sin of 
this world. John says, John the Baptist says, when he saw Jesus, he's speaking to his disciples in John chapter 1 and verse 29, it says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I think it's powerful to note that John, the forerunner of Messiah, when seeing Jesus, recognized that in him, the Mashiach, he was also the Lamb of God. God's Lamb, God's Passover Lamb, God's Lamb who will take away the sin of the world. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse 21, it states that God, he, referring to God, he made him, speaking of Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf. So the one who was sinless, well, all of the sin of the world was laid on his shoulders. He, he, he took upon himself all of the sin of the world on our behalf so that we might become, it goes on to say, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So we see in Jesus that he is the sacrificial lamb of God, that in his sacrificial death, he's going to make an atonement for our sin and that he's actually going to carry our sin away. And we, in turn, are going to receive the righteousness of God. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. All of this is pictured, of course, in Leviticus chapter 16, that God loves his people. God provides a way of atonement for their sin. And that atonement is through a blood sacrifice. And we see in those blood sacrifices the types and shadows of the Messiah, who is the ultimate sacrifice. He's the fulfillment of those sacrifices. It's in him that we are forgiven. It's in him that we are cleansed. It's in him that we are redeemed. Through him, we are restored in our relationship with God. And even more than that, he removes the sin from all of our lives. This is, this is the good news of Messiah. So, in summary and application, there's only two options here for atonement. We have Leviticus 16 and the animal sacrifices and rituals. And the second option, Jesus the Messiah the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world through his once and for all sacrifice on the cross. Now note this, option one, Leviticus 16, the animal sacrifices and rituals, option one isn't even possible anymore. There is no tabernacle, there is no temple, and there is no priesthood anymore. The only option that's left is option two. Jesus, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world through his once and for all sacrifice on the cross. It's the only one that's viable. And the good news is, it is accessible. This atonement of God is accessible to anyone and everyone who would choose to repent of their sins and believe in God's Messiah. That's right. Believe in the Messiah and be saved from your sin. 
I want to invite you to pray with me. If you have not put your faith in Jesus, who is in fact the fullness of the types and shadows that Moses gave us in Leviticus 16, if if you have not received him as your Lord and Savior, you need to do this. This is the atonement of God. This is what it pointed forward to. This is about your salvation. This is about the forgiveness of your sin. And not only the forgiveness of your sin, the removal of your sin. That God would come and not only forgive you, but cleanse you from your sin and remove it from your life. This is amazing. I did this. I did this for myself uh, nearly 40 years ago. And, um, you know, I came, I came to that place where I recognized, you know what? I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. And I recognized both in the uh, Torah and later in the apostolic scriptures that Jesus certainly is that atonement of God offered to us for the forgiveness of our sins. And I reached out, I did, I cried out and I called on his name and I asked Jesus to come into my life and to forgive me and to cleanse me. And he did. He did. He changed my life forever. He removed not only my sin, he cleansed me of my guilt and my shame. And that burden that lifted, man, it was like, it was like a, it was like a fit of depression, you know, just gnawing at me, that the guilt and shame of my sin. And, uh, to have that lifted off me, it just, my life, it was just like, it was like, it was like the, the, the dawning of the sun. It was a bright new day. It was like a new beginning, a new lease on life. And uh, I've never regretted that. Never. And, uh, I have, I have in Jesus, this profound love of God, this atonement for my sin that only has forgiven me, but continues to forgive me when I sin. And I do. I continue to sin. I'm not perfect. I will always need a Savior. But I have found in Jesus the love and compassion of God to reconcile all that stuff in my life that uh, holds me down and holds me back. So if you want to receive Yeshua as your Savior, you, you can just pray this prayer with me. It's just a, a prayer of acknowledgement that, that uh, we are sinners, uh, you know, a, a request that God would forgive us through uh, the life of His Son, the sacrifice of His Son, the resurrection of His Son, and that God would change our lives through Him, that God would cleanse us through Him. So please pray with me. Pray with me. Father, Have mercy on me, a sinner. My sins are ever before me. I know them well. And I come to you, Abba, my Father in heaven, kind, merciful, compassionate. And I say to you, I proclaim to you, I accept your son, Jesus. I accept your son, Jesus, in his sacrificial substitutionary death on the cross as the atonement for my sins. I put my trust in your son, Jesus, as the Messiah. I declare he is the Messiah. I embrace him as my own. I embrace him as my Messiah. And I believe you've raised him from the dead and made him King of Kings and Lord of of lords. So save me. I beseech thee, O God, in Jesus' name, in the name of your Son, Yeshua the Messiah, save me. Cleanse 
me. Set me free from my guilt and shame and give me that life everlasting. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, check out our website, graftedin.com. That's G-R-A-F-T-E-D-I-N. And write us. We would love to hear your salvation story. Tell us about it. We're waiting to hear from you. Well, that concludes our program for this week. A special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Many have given to this program to make it possible. Some have given uh, uh, pretty significant amounts. Others, a few dollars. Together, all of you are making it possible to partner together as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.